Welcome to another episode of Beyond Fintech with Roisin Levine, who is Head of Partnerships at WISE. I'm very happy to welcome Roisin because we actually never met, but we seem to have a lot of fintech friends in common. Yeah. So before getting really started into WISE and uh, the future moving forward, can you tell us a bit about yourself, your career so far? Yeah, sure. So yeah, I'm Roisin. I've worked in fintech for about five years now. So first worked for an SME marketplace called Funding Options and then for a digital receipt provider called Flux. And now I'm head of UK and European partnerships at Wise Platform. Um, so that basically means helping uh, banks, uh, fintechs and software companies leverage Wise infrastructure to help them with cross-border payments for their customers. Cool. Can you tell us a bit about, um, well, basically the key existing partnerships that WISE have and um, and maybe your plans moving forward as part of your mandate? Yeah, sure. So basically WISE platform is all about the same mission that WISE has, which is ultimately to, to move money seamlessly. And that means we work with banks. So you may know of a few of our partners like Monzo, like Bank, like N26, and more recently, actually some of the traditional players. So a bank like Shinhan Bank in South Korea, yeah. uh, which actually is second largest bank and the oldest bank in South Korea. So this is kind of a new kind of partnership for us. And then we have other kind of software companies, things like GoCardless and Zero, where we're helping their business customers basically do cross-border payments. I didn't realize you were actually going beyond borders like uh, South, like South Korea. Yeah. Like so it, it means that at the moment you are distributing your API essentially all across the, uh, the, the world. That's right. So we have 17 different bank partners at the moment in 11 different countries. So a lot of people don't realize that, but we are now doing that yeah, globally. So Wise Platform um, is working with organizations all over the world at the moment. Okay. And so we were, you were mentioning earlier during our discussion that now you're 2,600 uh, Uh, people. So how do you actually manage your tech? How do you remain agile and keep on uh, basically um, uh, acting upon like your delivery and your roadmap? Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, 2,600 people is a big company now, right? So yes. we do have, we have 16 different offices worldwide um, and lots of different people working within them. But what we do have is autonomous team structures. So what that basically means is that teams have the ability to control and decide what they think is the right thing to do to basically achieve the wise mission. So that's how we kind of stay agile, stay fast moving, like a kind of scale up, but able to obviously execute at that kind of global level. Um, but yeah, it's, it's difficult, but that's what we do. It's, uh, it's actually really, uh, really impressive. Like, I uh, really didn't realize that uh, Wise like grew up so fast, essentially, like remembering like the early days as a, as a small startup. So it's, uh, it's pretty impressive. Um, I would like to like um, touch upon essentially your uh, experience of the past five years as doing partnerships with, uh, with fintech companies. Can you tell us about your key learnings? What works uh, in partnerships? How do you make them effective specifically with larger organizations? Yeah, sure. So I think the first thing that I learned was do not be deterred by some of the big differences that you find between organizations you're partnering. So I think often when you're a fintech and you're trying to work with an incumbent organization, all you sort of notice is some of the challenges and differences between you. But it's those differences that basically mean a partnership yeah. is likely to bring value. So you've kind of got to learn about the ecosystem in that way. So a good example is the Shinhan Bank I mentioned and other players like that. Banks and really large organizations have been around for many years don't always have, I guess, the luxury that we have of really focusing in on one particular product niche. And so ultimately what Wise has done is over the last decade is build a best-in-class solution for cross-border payments. Yeah. And so really it's actually kind of working with them to say, look, we've built this great thing. You can now leverage that and have that to your tens of millions of customers. They help us bring our, our world into new markets. And ultimately that's meaningful scale for Wise too. 
Yeah. So you are developing, we mentioned, you started your story with B2C and now are developing, uh, well, the, the, the B2B essentially, which you have done uh, for years, but I understand it's more and more part of your um, journey. Can you tell me a bit um, about the strategy essentially and also how do you co-develop the, the solutions with your big partners? Sure. So I think the idea of now our kind of B2B, I guess, the wise platform is that everything that's available to our kind of B2C, our consumer offering, should also be available to our partners. So you can really kind of tap in via API to that whole wise infrastructure. You know, we have built a cross-border payment network that's new and available now to anyone. Um, And ultimately, the strategy going forward is is more of the kind of partnerships we already have, so more of the challenger banks, the digital first players, but more of those traditional incumbent banks that may need a solution uh, that's new to their cross-border payments. And then also, you have to watch this space, but quite a lot more in the kind of software companies. So the likes of Google Google Pay, for example, recently launched in the US, uh, likes of things like Zero um, that we work with in the UK, uh, so more of those kind of partnerships too, so we're actually powering international payment for companies and, and businesses, of course. Yeah. So now WISE has done their, like their IPO, what's, what's the future? So you have been mentioning like doing more with, uh, with the API, I guess, international plan. Can, can you share whatever you can share with us? Yep, sure. So yeah, I mean, as a publicly listed company, in some ways, nothing changes. The mission is still exactly the same. And that is as it was always been, which is money without borders. So that's trying to make money um, instant, transparent, convenient, and eventually free. So in some ways, it's just more of the same. But yeah. we do now have 10 million customers Uh, business and people now using WISE so it's more of that and also many more partnerships so that's kind of my job basically you're going to be busy in the next few years that's the idea that's the idea (laughs) cool and as a last question I uh, would like your personal uh, big bet in fintech for the next five years sure well I'm going to have to say I believe it's this API economy so I believe it is the fact that if we're API first as organizations then we can do more partnerships uh, modular banking um, I guess bringing fintech to the fray in terms of the right partner. So um, if we can help some of the incumbent banks with cross-border solutions, we can really understand that niche. And I think there's lots of other players that can do something similar for other spaces in FinTech. Cool. Thank you so much, Roshin, for coming to Beyond FinTech. My pleasure.